Welcome back to the Teach Happier Podcast. I'm Suzanne Daly, your delighted host. Let's get into the healthiest headspace and heart space for our upcoming week working in schools, whatever our important role may be. Last week, we explored the idea of decision fatigue. And our invitation was to think about how we could streamline or simplify some of our routine choices and habits in order to conserve our finite energy for the good stuff. Do you remember my friend Brian from that episode? He's the one who has the same pair of shoes, both in brown and black, so it simplifies his daily decisions. Well, Brian and I have been colleagues and friends for over 10 years now. And anytime Brian sends me a text that says something like this, Daily, you should listen to these three minutes of this two and a half hour podcast. You will like this idea. Well, Brian's right 100% of the time. So in advance, thank you, Brian, for inspiring this week's episode. The three minutes he talked about are from episode number 692 from the Tim Ferriss Show podcast. They are powerful three minutes, and I am thrilled to share this small shift in action with you today. You may have noticed the title of this week's episode, Fail Happier. Sounds like an oxymoron, but let's think about this. And I'm not talking about the FAIL acronym poster that some of us may even have in our classrooms. You know, the one that says, First Attempt in Learning. That's cute and sweet, but this approach is a little less precious. When we are talking about feelings of failure, it's the real hard stuff that we all experience. It's times when we have failed and we feel frustrated, disappointed, pain. Arthur C. Brooks was Tim Ferriss's podcast guest. Arthur is a professor at Harvard, and he uses science and philosophy to, quote, provide people with actionable strategies to live their best lives. The landing page on his website, arthurbrooks.com, proclaims, live better, be happier. He's our kind of guy. Brooks invites us to shift our perspective so that we can actually find gratitude for the bad things, for our failures. Be thankful for the bad things in my life. Find gratitude for the times I failed. I was skeptical, but just like Brian predicted, I loved this idea. So here's the small shift in action, and it's going to inevitably shift our thoughts. Arthur Brooks suggests that we should consider creating a failure journal. Yep, a failure journal. And here's what it looks like. Think about a time that you failed at something and you felt frustrated disappointed because of that failure. You write that failure down in a journal and leave two blank lines after that. Then Arthur suggests you put a reminder on your phone, actually two reminders, one for one month from writing that failure down and one six months from the time you wrote down that failure. After one month, you go back, you look at that quote failure and you write down something you learned because of that failure. And then after six months, revisit that failure in your journal and write down a good thing that happened because of it. 
Arthur Brooks said he's done this exercise with tens of thousands of people and claims that there are always, always entries when people go back to write down the thing that they learned and the good thing that happened as a result of that horrible failure. So I tried this both with personal failures and professional ones. Now, honestly, when I was unpacking some personal failures, most of them were parenting examples, and those are a bit too vulnerable for me to share in this space. So the one I will share with you today is a professional failure. And wouldn't you know, when I tried this exercise of a failure journal, it worked. Here's my failure. I blundered a protocol at work. I needed to get something accomplished. I did not follow the right chain of command. I messed up big and people let me know. It caused personal pain. It weakened professional relationships. I disappointed others and I disappointed myself. I failed. It was a real struggle. Ugh. Okay, what did I learn? Well, I learned that if I'm looking for support and help, I need to ask questions to understand how to receive that support, not just do what I thought could get it done quickly. And what's the good thing that happened because of that failure? Well, I worked to better understand not only the system, but the people within that system. And so when I went back and repaired some relationships, those relationships now make my work and connections even stronger. Arthur Brooks claims that when we reflect on our failures in this way, something generative happens. And that was my experience when I did it too. He says this, we fail and disappointment, pain, sacrifice, and frustration will take on a proper perspective, which is all of those things are part of a full whole life. The struggle ends when gratitude begins. Let's say that part one more time. The struggle ends when gratitude begins. So let's honor that a fully lived life is going to have happiness and joy, and it's going to have pain, disappointment, and failure. Let's give ourselves a little grace to fail. And then let's empower ourselves to find the wisdom and gratitude that follows. Thanks, Brian. Small shifts bring the biggest gifts. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's Teach Happier episode. If you'd like to connect further, hop on over to SuzanneDaily.com or catch me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Thank you.